0: from behind me that the five pillars are basically social, like society, okay? Economy, politics, education, religion. Has anybody heard of the seven mountains? Seven mountains. No? Okay, good. It's a whole, it's similar, but it's different, okay? So, these five pillars were actually identified by islam they found if they can take 3 of the 5 they can take over a society which we are witnessing today in europe it's trying to do it in the united states you know they're trying to do it all over the world because they found if they do this, it actually works. So we figured if it works for them, it will work for us, right? So imagine if godly people were in politics. What if Christians were in politics? What would it look like? Hmm? It would be just, it would be fair, it would be righteous, right? Corruption? No corruption. What about crime? Crime drops out too. Because what happens is as you begin taking over, bless you, you begin taking over the different pillars in a society, you start producing godliness. Okay? And as you produce godliness the mindset that's taught in in schools today is scarcity. Right? There's not enough food. There's not enough this. There's not enough money for everybody. There's not enough peace for everybody. Right? Isn't that what they're telling you? That's what we're taught. That's what we're ingrained in us growing up. Instead of realizing in God's society, in his kingdom, there is no lack, right? There is no corruption. There is no sickness, there is no depression, there is no addiction, all this amazing stuff is in heaven, right? So we can see these are very important. So we're going to talk about um, these today a little bit. I'll give you some ideas on how to start. I have a manual that I've started working on, that I haven't finished it because some gears got switched. But how to practically take a city for God? Okay, and so <clears throat> you start with religion. <coughs> religion. How? What do you think I mean by religion? Anybody? Binding people, no, no. rules and regulation. So you think I want to bind people in in the community? No. (laughs) What I'm saying is there's institutions, there's organizations already in existence. So let's say we just look at this city alone. So all we have to do is look for people who believe like us. Meaning what's common denominator? Believe in Jesus Christ. Don't have to have the same doctrine. But believe in Jesus Christ. Because you have to understand you are light. You are salt. So the more you hang around other people, they're not going to rub off on you. They might help rub off your sharp edges. Right? Iron Iron sharpens iron. But you will smooth them out. You understand what I'm saying? So you're, you're putting yourself in a place of influence by being around other believers. And then they start seeing, well, you laid hands on that person and they got healed. My pastor says that's impossible, but I just saw it. Right? Then they're going to start questioning things. Then you can start sharing with them. Well, what if it's the pastor who witnesses it? They didn't teach me this in Bible school can you teach me this? Yes, come on, it'll be fun, (laughs) right? And then you start answering all their questions, you sit down, you show them, you walk with them practically, laying hands on the sick. What do you think is gonna happen? It's gonna change his whole congregation by reaching one man, right? Seeing it happen. So this is networking churches together networking organizations together so we got all the churches here in the area together and say hey i found this need in the community remember one of the the four that i gave you yesterday find a need solve it right find a need in the community maybe it's it could be as simple as picking up trash beautifying the community why does that matter anybody tell me why that matters So what? Because nobody else would do it. Ah, uh, th- I mean I, that counts, but why? Why does picking up trash matter? Excuse me. To avoid filth? No, no. You're probably thinking cleanliness is next to godliness. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's not. It's not in the Bible even though my wife believes so. (laughs) But think about this. Let's say I walk into your house, and you hand me a package, and I open the package, and I throw it on the floor. And then you hand me another package. Let's say you give me a styrofoam cup or a paper cup, and I drink it, crumble it up, and I throw it on the floor. Are you going to be happy with me? Why? Why? Because I'm being dirty. (laughs) Think about it. Why would you not be happy with me? Because I'm showing disrespect to what you own. Right? So think about this. Let's say you go and you pick up trash. Because you're saying you're not going to disrespect the land I have dominion in. Right? So it's an act of dominion by saying, No, this is unacceptable. And I don't see a whole lot of graffiti here or anything like that, but maybe, you know, buildings that need to be repainted and everything else, and you can go offer of the building. You just tell them, Hey, we'll help you repaint if you supply the paint and the brushes and stuff. we we'll, we'll supply the manpower. They're gonna freak out. You mean I don't have to pay? No, we'll do it for free. Why would you do this? Because it's going to make our community look better. It's going to draw more tourists and it's going to provide more. It's going to boost the economy. Right? How do you think that's going to impact your city, your village, your town? You see how this works? So all these are actually interconnected, whether you realize it or not. So you can get together. You can you can even go to the police and say, police, where's the worst part of the city? Where do you get the most calls to? Or maybe you know where the worst part of the city is and because nobody actually reports stuff, right? Because then you can get thrown in jail. <laughs> Somebody was telling me that the other day. So it's like you know where the worst part is, so why don't you go out there, start identifying things that they need to help solve the problem. Because all the arguing and the fighting and the the different things going on are just problems that need to be solved. Right? It's very simple, and I'm not saying that you get into the middle of a feud, you know, let's say Hardik and I, we're we're in a disagreement, a family disagreement. We've been in a feud for years. Because I don't like where he placed his fence. It's two feet in the wrong direction. Is that something worth getting involved in? (laughs) No. Unless you were discipling the person, right? And you tell them, hey, where's the love of God in this? Give them the two feet. But you don't understand. My family's owned it for years. Show the love of God. Go back and read Philomene. Philomene. Right? Philemon. 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 I'm saying the same thing. It's tomato, tomato. Come on. (laughs) Oh, okay. Philemon. Philemon. (laughs) They say it different still. See? so (laughs) So you see, he was telling the master of Philemon to accept him back and to treat him as a brother, not as a slave. Very interesting, right? So you see, it's very important that we, we operate out of the nature of God, the love of God. And when we start using this to impact a community, start small. Focus on a community. Change the community. What do you think going to happen? The city, the town, the village will notice. Can you do this for the rest of the city or the rest of the village or the rest of the town? Right? So we're just talking about just networking the churches together. What else can you do if you have the churches network together? You know? Anybody? What else can you do? How do you use this one to impact any of the other three? You can start a school which, which hits education. All right, that's good. What else? Feed the poor, so you're working on the social aspect, right? What else? Community projects, what are you going to be hitting? Politics and social. And if you work with kids in the middle of it, you can work your education as well. You see this? So out of one, you can begin. You can begin impacting the others. So, do you need to become a politician to make this work? No. But look at this. Let's say let's let's say oh, well, let's keep on here. So first, let's say we're 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 doing something. We finally get the churches working together. We're pumping on all cylinders. What's a good way to be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove, to pull more churches in? I'm telling you, I've worked with Catholic churches, Lutheran, Methodists, Assemblies of God, you know, all kinds of Church of Christ. They don't even use instruments, right? They just sing. They still believe in Christ. So work with all these different people, Baptists, you know, all these denominations. It doesn't matter. We're all believers in Christ. We're all part of the body. We don't discriminate. We need to show by Love. Right? So, if we did that, next thing we can do is because we're going to be impacting the community, who do you think's going to want a piece of the pie? Who's going to want the publicity to look good? The politicians. Right? So, next thing you do is say, well, since you want to come out and take pictures with us, as we're doing these projects, why don't you allow us to pray for the city once a month? Right? And then you give each of the churches a chance to lead that. You can get the food donated. You can get the, like, the programs and the silverware and the plates and everything else donated. And they just clean it up and they wash it and they put it away. Because once you start impacting politics, who do you think it's going to impact next? The businessmen. Right? Because they will show up to the prayer meeting to see what's going on. This is something we did. We put a list of all the churches that were helping us on the back of the itinerary for that morning. So we said, okay, at 8. 8 to 8.15. The benediction or the opening. Right? So everybody knows it's the introduction. And then a prayer. And then we call up the mayor or the, the main politician for the city. I don't know. You call him mayor? Yes? Yeah? Mostly? Someone? Yes? Yeah. Mayor? Yeah. Mayor. Mayor, mayor? Who's over the city or who's over the village? Right? You call them up and you and you just ha- say Anthony calls them up and then he just lays hands on him and he prays for him, Right? And so It has a list of everything that's going to be done. And then it it ends in an hour. You don't want it to go longer than an hour because you have to respect their time, right? So the businessmen are sitting there because you're going to invite all the businesses as well. They're sitting there enjoying breakfast, watching you pray for people. What do you think they're going to ask? How come my church isn't helping like, they're not, they're not listed on the back of this brochure. Oh, no, these are the churches who helped us. Well, my church isn't here. Oh, because they didn't want to help. Oh, really? Pastor, right? Being wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove, right? We didn't force their hand. They choose to do that, Right? So you can see how this is important, how you can begin impacting politics. Because I can tell you, as soon as that started happening, you know what happened? They started asking us, can you be at every business that opens up in our city to bless them? Yes, we can. So we started showing up at every business opening to pray over the business. And so on top of that, what we started doing is started going to every business and praying. We opened a business to join the Chamber of Commerce, to join the, the political side without being the actual political side, right? Have a say in the city. All these things you can do. It's very simple. It's not complicated. You don't have to have a multi-billion dollar business. It might become a multi-billion dollar business, but you don't have to start off there, right? So you see, these begin impacting different aspects. So if I start with education, let's say I open up a Christian school. Who do you think are going to send their kids to your school? The churches. Who will happen to be businessmen? Businesswomen? Right? Who will then influence who? The politicians. Because no matter how we spin it, he who has the gold makes the rules. Right? It's the way it works. It's the way the world works. So let's start using it against them. It's very simple. It takes time. It will take some learning. You will have to be on the phone. You will have to be nice to other people. Right? (laughs) They might be rude to you, snotty, ugly, and you just be quiet and you smile because they can hear your smile on the other side of the phone. You can tell when somebody's smiling or when somebody's grumpy, right? Without them even changing their tone because you can hear it in their voice. And so smile, make a practice, smile when you're on the phone, right? And they're like, what does this person have that I don't have the answer? So it doesn't matter what the other religions do because God will start giving you strategies. He'll start giving you ideas on networking the churches and becoming the body, uniting the body of Christ. In becoming a powerful weapon. You see what I'm saying? So let's say you, you, you do a very successful job uniting the churches. Next thing that happens, let's say you bypass education and you start hitting politics and economy, which inevitably spills over into society, changes the very fabric of the society, which changes education. You see how if you take three, the other two fall. Very easily, very fast. So you can start a school in education. You can go and teach in schools. Do you know that? In the United States, we have very strict guidelines in order to teach in a school. However, there are special events so, a friend of mine, he became an inspirational teacher, speaker. They invite him into all the school districts in the state of Texas. And he gets to share Jesus with them because he's not on staff with the school. So, he went around the whole system in order to make it work. And how he does it? Listen to how he does it break dancing. You know what breakdancing is? Breakdancing. So he has a whole team of Christian buddies and they all breakdance. The kids love it. Then he gets to share his story. Really cool. Think outside the box. Right? Is it easier to attract flies with honey or water? Honey, they stick. Right? They stay there. So be as wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove, meaning don't violate your morals or anything else. Stick, stay true to God and his word, and all these things will start coming into alignment, All right. So let's look at politics. Let's say I do want to become a politician. What do you think is the first step? Impacting people? Okay. Doesn't usually start off there. Hmm? Anybody? Go and volunteer at a political office. Learn the program. Learn their system. Right? You'll also identify with very shortly where the corruption is. Right? And then, you flip it, when you gain enough influence, you flip it, and you become the opponent. And you expose the corruption. Nothing like stirring up people when they can be united against corruption, right? Everybody gets all mad, all on their high horse, they're ready to protest, they're ready to do all kinds of stuff, if they see there's corruption. Unless you've been indoctrinated in school like in the United States where you have a bunch of kids, 30,000 kids only, traveling around the United States pretending to be a big mob and they're not. They're just busting them from place to place, paying them very well. So what the media says is way off. It's the same exact people. That's why they started covering their faces. Very interesting, right? stuff media doesn't tell you so politics very easy go volunteer get familiar with the process parliamentary procedure the rules of the land right because if you need to change laws you need to know about them right what about economy what are some ways you can impact economy Starting a business, what else? Giving em- employment? Employing people? You're starting a business. <laughs> so, what else? How do you impact the economy? Do you know? Huh? Impacting the business people, how? How would you impact the business people? Hmm? You know? Nobody? Think. Come on, think. Think about you as a son of God, what you're able to do. How can you impact the business people? Go bless their business. Tell it to prosper. What else? Do you have any prayer needs? Is anybody in your in your business sick? Because it's impacting their work efficiency. Right? Don't you want your, if you owned a business, wouldn't you want all your workers healthy? Because if you're paying them, you want them operating at 100%. Bless you. Isn't that right? See how this works? It's not complicated. It's very simple. And then you go in and you just bless them. And they begin to see my people are all healed. They're all healthy. They're working hard. We're making more money than we've ever made. What do you think happens? They see the goodness of God. They start giving their lives to Christ. Right? Right? The businessman will give his life to Christ. I'm telling you. We've seen atheists and all kinds of religions turn to Christianity, even Muslims, because they said, our God doesn't hear our prayers. We pray, we beg, we plead, nothing happens. But when you pray, things happen. Because we have this confidence that God hears us. We know we have what we ask. First John 5.15. Right? So it's very simple. Very easy. What about social? You know? How can you impact society? Feeding the homeless? What else? Um, elderly? Yeah. Orphans. It's good. What else? Medical camps. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can have the doctors, right? Helping out. And then you can have your own tent. Free healing. Come on. Right? I'm telling you. Be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. Bring them in. See them healed. They, can't, they won't be able to deny that they're healed. Right? And then the doctors can diagnose them. Wait a second. You said before you went over there, you couldn't walk. You are paralyzing half your body. Yes? But then he touched you, and now you're completely fine. Yes? Let me see your doctor's report. Right? Because they're not going to believe it. They see the doctor's report. Oh, it does say you had a stroke five years ago. Okay? You've been paralyzed. But you're not paralyzed now. It's a miracle. Let me document this down. Right? Right? I'm telling you, be as wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. Right? What about universities? Let's go back to education. What about universities? What's a way to infiltrate a university? Music concerts? That's good. What else? Street healing? speaking oh play yeah okay you could you could even set up what do you call that ah a flash mob right that would be pretty cool and you know everybody's gonna have their cell phone out recording right free publicity that's cool great idea great idea what else How do you get onto the campus? Onto the campus. Students how? Students in church do what? St- they start a student club that's registered with the campus and they can invite you in. Right? Now you have a platform. Okay, real quick, we don't have stages. Stages are for acting, right? They're for entertainment. We stand on platforms, a place of influence, okay? So get stage out of your vocabulary unless you're talking about a dancing chicken. Everybody know the story of dancing chicken? No? Okay. Well, there used to be in the old days, in the Western days, in the United States, where they would put this chicken on the stage, and he would start dancing. Right? Doing this weird chicken dance. Not the normal scratch. peck. It was a dance. He was lifting his legs straight up. He said, the guy was like, I wondered how this man would always make this chicken dance. Until one day, he snuck behind stage, and saw he was lighting a fire underneath the stage, right, to heat up the stage so the chicken didn't want to have his feet on the on the stage, so it looked like he was dancing. It's yeah, (laughs) it's very clever. He made a lot of money off of it. But Daisy's like, "That's mean. <laughs> he didn't turn into rotisserie chicken afterwards, okay, so <laughs> or chicken curry or anything else he he stayed alive because he was making money <laughs> So you see this is actually very simple. this is very easy, but imagine let's say you 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 in your village, you take all of these areas. How long would it be until you have 80% of your village Christian. 100% of your village Christian. Right? Think about this. It would, it would take a short amount of time to make this happen. And then you decide, okay, well, I've, gotten, I've already taken my village, and there's another village down the street. Let's mobilize the churches, go down the street, and start again. Right? How long would it take you to take all of India? Not very long at all. Because it becomes exponential. Then you have more villages. And then you take the big cities. Once you have the big cities, you can go and take massive areas of small villages. Right? You see how this works? Creating long-term impact. Using the tools that Jesus has given us. What was said of Paul and Barnabas and Saul? Do you know? What was said, what was said of Paul and Barnabas? And Silas, sorry. You know, Paul is Saul, right? And just a little nugget, doesn't really matter, but Paul means shorty. Yeah, they're calling him short. He was, actually they were actually, it was a nickname. It was never his name, it was a nickname. That stuck. So everywhere they go, they're like, hey, shorty's here. That's all it was, because Paul means little. And in the beginning of Romans, it talks about how the stature of the Romans was way bigger than him. So imagine being around these big old guys, and you're the shortest person in the room. But you have the greatest message. Right? That's why they listen to him. So his name was never changed. It never says, your name shall be Paul. Anywhere. Anywhere the New Testament, they just started calling him Paul. Because he was traveling through Europe and Asia, right? And they're like, shorty. Anyways, just a little nugget. But what they said of Paul and Saul, Paul, sorry, Saul and uh, uh, Barnabas, was the, the ones who are turning the world's upside down have now come to us. Who were the people who were upset? Do you know? It says it was the business owners. The leaders of the city. They were scared of Paul and Barnabas. Why? They were stopping the religious business. Yeah, idol making, but it was also idol worshiping and a number of other things. But how did that person influence every other business owner? He was just one person. Hmm? By saying they're going to change the very fabric of how our society works. You see that? People hate change. They do. Change is good. Thank God we grow up. Imagine never changing. You stay a baby all your life. The only thing that happens is you get changed. Right? Some of you got it. <laughs> But that would not be any life at all. You'd want to live. You'd want to grow up. When you were a younger kid, what would you say? I can't wait to drive a motorbike. I can't wait to drive a car. I can't wait to have money. I can't wait to get a job. Now you have a job. You're like, I wish I was back then. (laughs) I can't wait to retire. Right? (laughs) But you see, we're always looking for change, whether we realize or not. We actually love change. We embrace change. But when it seems to go against our mindset and and rocks our traditions, then we're like, whoa, wait a second. Right? So what's important to them? The selling point. You understand what I'm saying? What convinces them that change is good? How would you convince a politician that change is good? How would you convince a businessman that change is good? Do you know? By telling them the change is for the better. See, very simple. So what the devil does, he comes and he convinces them through people. That change is good, right? Which, politically speaking, I'm not in my country so I can say this. (laughs) That Obama promised good change and all he delivered was bad change. That's all he did. Now they can't account for over 1.3 trillion dollars that just disappeared under his administration. 3.1 trillion dollars. Trillion. Not billion. Trillion. Nobody knows where it went. And all the people involved are pleading the fifth. Very interesting, huh? Wouldn't you say that is corruption? False promises? This is what a lot of the media will not tell you. So it's very interesting. Interesting. But you think about God. Everything God promises, it is true. And as people's hearts change, they turn from wickedness and sin and corruption to righteousness, to justness. So we, we took this one. We started impacting in po- politics. We started praying for our politicians. Something else we said, Father, expose corruption and let there be Justice. Right, Because it doesn't matter if you expose corruption if there's no justice. Because if, if there's corruption and it's exposed and there's no justice, all it does is, re- do is it makes you feel like you're helpless. Right? So sometimes we need to speak to these things and say... There will be justice. Expose corruption and let there be justice. Pray for Jehu. Jehu? Jehu. Jehu. You know who Jehu is? Nobody knows who Jehu is? Really? In the Bible? He's in the Bible. (laughs) He was a politician. He was the one who went in and made sure that Ahab and Jezebel were removed from power. He became the next king. He was a politician. His name was Jehu. So God grew him up. He says that he was just and righteous. Grew him up to remove the corruption. You see this? So sometimes we just need to say, Lord, rise up a Jehu. Maybe you're the Jehu God's calling out. Clarence, (laughs) did you say not me, you? (laughs) <laughs> so you see this this is important this is, this, everybody has a place that's why I asked the other day what's your purpose why do, what's, what's your purpose in God's plan because it's important you need to know your purpose in God's plan we all have a place in God's plan I've known my purpose since I've been born again and I've known it just because God showed it to me. If you want to know your purpose, it's very simple. Tell God to reveal it to you. John 14. If you ask me to reveal myself, or it says that he will reveal himself to you if you ask. Religion tells you, oh no, you can never do that. It's in the Bible. Jesus said, do it. I will make myself manifested to you. I read that. I was like, I want to know. I want to know my future. I want to know where you want me to go and how you want me to operate. Next thing you know, I had months of dreams. And I would see all these awesome things. And then there would just be this blank blackness, right? And then I would see picture again. And God's showing me all these things. And I'm like, this is amazing. But how come there's like black spots in the movie? Because I feel like I was watching a movie. And he said, because that's where you're figuring out how to get from place to place. That's your path. Oh, that's interesting. Because you still have free will. You still have to choose your path. Okay. Got it. Oh, I want to work with you, (laughs) right? Easy decision, especially after you see something like that. And God will tell you, he'll share with you, this is what it's going to look like. Like this morning, a friend of mine reminded me that compassion has been kicked out of India, Compassion International, right? You know that? Compassion International. Anybody know what that is? You don't know what Compassion International is? Wow. It's one. Of the, it was the largest non-profit organization in India that took responsibility for orphan kids or for kids who didn't who were low income. So their organization is in every country around the world. And for $30 a day, a dollar a day, sorry, $30 a month, a dollar a day, you can feed and make sure somebody's preaching the gospel to these kids is how they sell you on it. Do they do it? Yes, they do. They even write you and everything. You become their buddies writing over, you know, um, long distance and everything. It's really cool. I've done it multiple times with a number of people. And so they just got removed in this last year from India. The government shut them down. Huh? Because they're Christian. No. Yeah. Because they're Christian. they didn't want a Christian organization coming in and raising up more Christians. Yes. And immediately, I thought of Madonna. It's like, Madonna, there's this huge gap. (laughs) You might want to start off by calling them and talking to them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I would call them and say, hey, this is my area. How can I help? They're looking for contacts. They're looking for people that can go in and help. I'm telling you, I, I was I was thinking about this morning, this is what God put on my heart and I was like, Oh my gosh. Yes. I could see this, you know, very quickly. Yeah. Okay, sounds like a plan. (laughs) Yeah, if you did that with the medical camps. Come on. (laughs) It is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. The 15 doctors. <laughs> Be involved in. It. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: it's no longer going to be Mother Teresa. It's going to be Mother Madonna. <laughs> Mother Madonna. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, Yep, yeah. 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 musician for the youth. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> so imagine if you just come together and start working through this. It's amazing. Oh yeah, we have f- friends that are doctors in Brazil as well that we've trained. They would love to come. They want they travel with the was it Dr. Some, some interne- uh, international organization where doctors go and to other places and help give shots and pray for people and stuff like that. They're Christian. Yeah, so cool stuff. So I hope this is starting to get your mind working. You know, what can I do? Yeah. How can I start making change? Because the thing is, if we go to the streets and we just heal people and walk away, because they don't want Christ to want anything. They only had one encounter. Right? We begin doing this. They're going to be exposed to it constantly. It's no longer an encounter. It's like something's going on. Right? Our whole community is being shifted and changed. And it looks better. Because man looks on the outside. Right? Doesn't it say that man looks on the outside, God looks at the heart? So, cleaning up trash, improving the areas and how it looks and and everything is is huge. Where do you think businesses are going to want to move to? Those areas. Because it looks better, it makes a difference. I'm telling you, there's so much potential here for for businesses. So much potential for businesses. What about parking lots, making driveways, right? There's different things like that. All the footpaths, imagine putting, because cement is cheap, right? You can start hiring people to lay cement and make pathways or do like, I like um, Caesar's house, the, the little stones, right? You can, you can start becoming a contractor and that's all you do. And then people won't have to worry about having dust on them all the time because now they're walking on paved roads, paved sidewalks. You see this? I'm telling you, there's business opportunities everywhere. You just look around you start paying attention there's signs that are completely outdated. Saw a Coke sign the other day it was completely faded, right? I was like, do they still sell Coke? It looks like it's been around since the 70s, <laughs> right? And so if you have any marketing skills, if you, if you can do any graphic design, who do you think you target? Oh, I'll, I'll come out I'll do your signs for this price, right? I'm telling you. I have a friend that he has a sign company called Signs and Wonders. So when he's there, he he also talks to the owner and ministers to the owner, prays for him. Signs and Wonders. Use what you have to make a difference. Right? I'm telling you, there's endless possibilities. But don't spread yourself too thin. Find something major in it, completely understand it, then start spreading out a little bit. You know what I mean? Because let's say I go into real estate and I start buying and I start selling and I start developing properties because I guarantee it as, as the economy and, and the, the social and all this starts cleaning up and it starts looking really well, the big companies are going to come in. They're going to need places to buy, Right? Well, if I focus on that, then I could, you can make millions of dollars. Easy. Easy. What? You know, that place over there is not, doesn't cost that much. It's only this many rupees. But it's prime real estate because if you think about it, what could be built there? Right? So then you start changing the way you think. So then after I, like my friend, he made, um, what was it? Over $3 million in one year. Over $3 million. One company, $3 million. Now, after he learned companies and business and how it works, he has seven or eight different companies. And they're all being ran, they're all working efficiently. And he's seen incredible, God do incredible things. And his goal is to become so financially independent he can just travel and minister right so you see how God does different things but if you create a whole base where the entire economy and politics and education religion and society is completely changed then you don't even have to worry about people trying to rob you as a business owner right because then they have the character of God you see this you know it's an interesting fact everybody know who Hitler was in World War II Hitler in his diary the only people he kept in his cabinet around him you know who they were Christians you know why said they're the only people he knew would not lie to him and he could trust them scary isn't it all the damage he did he didn't just kill Jews, he killed all kinds of other people disabled, mentally handicapped if, if you didn't benefit society in their eyes they would get they would take you out if you looked a different way, what do they do? They take you out so isn't that interesting? But here this dictator that was con- committing mass murder kept his close people around him they were Christians. interesting. So I'm telling you, this will work. Right? So I'm going to give you a break.